When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm Frank Benali. This is Klaus Lundekwam. I'm Matt Letitia. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That Number. Kevin Amoskonish Milton. Find me on Twitter at Amoskonish. And me, Ray Hunt. You can find me on at RayHunt84. Follow the show on at Number Podcast on Twitter. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Telegram on In That Number Podcast. Email us with your thoughts and feelings on In That Number Podcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, consider sharing your support by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash In That Number. Let's march on in. Welcome back to another episode of In That Number, part of the Sports Social Network. This is episode 211. We're back after a tiny, tiny break, back with our trip to the MKM Stadium from Saturday, which ended in dramatic style. Three points on the road. That makes that robber and point a tad more acceptable uh, because we remain undefeated through October and taking that undefeated run to four now. Uh, we've got no Tim this week, so it's just down to me and the Moscow Mush to prepare you for a busy return to action. We face Preston at Deep Dow on Wednesday night before heading back home to face Birmingham City. Uh, as the month, month of October will then draw to a close, Kevin, um, and you'll be on hand to uh, talk us through those all-important Euro 2024 qualifiers as that competition 
draws to its conclusion. Kevin, how are you this week? Um, I'm rather good. Yeah, I've, I've had a quite an enjoyable week. So, um, yeah, I'm pleased that it's been rounded off by uh, um, a lovely, uh, well-fought and uh, dirty win. I mean, they, they weathered uh, literal and uh, figurative storm yesterday. <laughs> but how have, you, how have you been doing with uh, Babette, is it called? Yeah, no, it's been okay. It hasn't been too bad down here at all. Just a bit windy. We've been facing the the, the, the tail end of it, but I know that the travel's been disrupted on the way up to uh yeah. to, to East Yorkshire. But yeah, it's um it's not too bad down here. Although, although apart from the weather, it, which is well, I mean, it was wet and dreary and dark. So I mean, I had the lights on, <laughs> which I never like to do. Um, but now the sun's making an appearance and it's kind of burning off all that rain. So uh, yeah, and I understand that you've got got a little bit of snow where you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's some. Um... First snow of the of the year, if you can say. My year always starts in September, so yeah, first snow <laughs> of the year, um, which is gives a nice, uh, pretty, and colourful touch to quite a dreary season. We're in grey season that normally lasts for about six weeks, where we don't see the sun. Well, you know, at least for all the autumn leaves, and now that's starting to turn to things. Proper weather, proper British weather. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's good to be back talking about football again. And it, it wasn't a pretty game at times. So there were some scary moments, but um, eventually we got the outcome that we wanted and probably deserved as well. Uh, and as you said, yeah, very hard earned three points. I uh, go out to fifth now and just one point off of uh, Wednesday's opponent's Preston. So uh, going to be an interesting game on Wednesday. It makes it very, very important. Discord, please get in touch if you're interested in chatting amongst fellow friendly, uh, passionate Saints fans. Uh, join in with our predictions, our game chats, various fantasy football leagues. Um, if you're interested, then you only need to contact us for our various means of communication. There's email, there's Twitter, there's Instagram, there's Facebook. Am I missing anything, Kevin? There's Telegram. Um, so, yeah, somebody will be on hand to, to get you in. Um, also, there's there's a new link tree that we've added to our uh, Instagram and Twitter profiles this week. So um, all our links to everything is on there. So, uh, yeah, just uh, just go no, and find them. No OnlyFans just yet. Yeah, no, no OnlyFans just yet, but I am... I am tempted. Well, I think we should do a, some sort of calendar. Uh, yeah. um, I mean, uh, yeah, we could um, put up just the highlights of uh, last season and um, so that people can start to any fans to watch uh, 11 men getting fucked week in, week out. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. Um, ITN News then, Kevin. Uh, let's Let's hit it. This is ITN In That Number News. Trying really hard not to laugh at that 11 men getting fucked a bit, but yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I thought I did a good job. Yes, uh, Kevin, despite being absent from the rigours of the championship life for a fortnight, there's not really a lot going on in terms of news, aside from all those internationals, which... um, You'll, you'll catch us up on in a sec. Minor snippets, really. It's just um, I just wanted to say that um, Danny Roll, uh, officially the, the new Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday boss. Uh, oh, they lost 1-0 to Watford. Uh, that's a difficult place to go, I suppose. But, yeah. Lost 1-0. Um, and also uh, something else that's, uh, from the week is Theo Walcott. He's opened up about his, the possibility of, of co- coaching roles in the future, which would be really, really nice. Hopefully there's a there's a place for him in Southampton for that. Um, he's been present as a pundit, which uh, I saw I saw him do the Arsenal game uh, before the international break. And he seems to be doing a really good job. Really? I think he, Yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. Um, he's also coaching his sons under sevens. Um, and he says he, he feels he's, he has something to offer and can help the next generation. 
So, yeah, and he's doing a good job in that. He's won four from four. So, yeah, good start to his coaching career. Yeah, definitely. He's a smart fucker as well. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to listen to him. I mean, we're not going to. Is he just doing it for Arsenal at the moment? Um, I, I've only seen him do the Arsenal game. That was it. But, yeah, it would be. I mean, we don't get on Sky much, do we? <laughs> so, nobody wants to. Uh... Oh. Although we are on Sky against Preston. So, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to have a listen to him. Yeah, he's, 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 change. Good. he's good. Got an unexpected um, in, incoming signing. 16-year-old midfielder Thierry Brohart-Brown from Reading. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Obviously fulfills the du- double-barreled surname and uh, acronymable name. So, yeah, we've got call TRB now. TRB, yeah, I like that. Makes sense. Uh, you know, our, our team sheet's going to read like a stock exchange ticker, isn't it? <laughs> um, international roundup. Are you going to round them up? Uh, yeah. I guess we should, but um, yeah, 13, 13 Saints uh, have been busy for their respective countries. Uh, we've seen quite a bit, actually. We've seen qualification. We've seen a lot of goals, uh, disappointments, even a red card. So, yeah. Um, the one thing also, Kev, is that Jan Bednarek failed to be called up for the Poland squad for the first time in, in years. So uh, that's disappointment. But anyway, yeah, take it away, Kevin. Let, let's um, let's round them up. Yeah, they that is big news. Um, yeah, Yanni B um, not making the cut was a, a bit of a surprise. Um, yeah, I mean, others have maybe missed out with injury. I mean, Juan Larios was called up for the Spain youth setup, wasn't he? Um, Ryan Fraser had been called up before. Maybe he can work his way back into that Scotland team with that nice Camaldine, um for his Ghana, isn't it? Tekumara for France. Um, yeah, Paul Anonachu for Nigeria. Missed one of our players and um, he didn't get called up. And he has had at least a couple of caps in Nigeria. Yeah, we're put paid to that. That's just why I mentioned. Yeah, so I'm just whilst we're on the topic of who didn't get called up. um, It's just just crazy to think that we could have, you know, that many players, up to 18 players out on international duty if they're all doing well. Uh, But then let's start, as I often like to do in Ireland, um, with Gavin Pazunu and Paul Smallbone. They started as Stephen Kenny's Ireland fell to yet another defeat this time. That's five, isn't it? Six, I think, isn't it? Well, they lost 2-0 to Greece. Well, they basically lost to everyone um, except for... Gibraltar, who they played in the second match, uh, Baza picking up his 20th cap and Manning uh, getting his ninth. So, yeah, in that, that 4-0 win. That gives Ireland their only points of the qualifying against Gibraltar. So, yeah, those six points against Gibraltar is all they have. So, um, yeah, don't bother with those Ryanair flights to Germany just yet. Um, they can make it, though, can't they, still? They, I mean, they, 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 can they make the playoffs? Mathematically, yeah. they can't. Yeah, mathematically they can, but uh, sorry, it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. If you can't beat Greece, then yeah, it's not going to happen. What's the problem? Right. I've said, Stephen Kelly need to go? I'm not a fan of Stephen Kelly. I didn't think he had the credentials when um, when he got the job. Uh, you know, he's supposed to be... He's brought in a lot of younger players, and that's good for, good for us. So we see um, Pazzino and Smallbone in there. But um, yeah, I mean, just like with Saints, you know, too young, too inexperienced, and um, just... Stuck in a rut, they don't really have that winning mentality. If 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 go. international teams were in leagues, do you think they'd be a League Two side? Well, I mean, there's the Nations League, aren't they? I think. Um, mm. Are they in C? Uh, C? Don't know. They got relegated, sure. didn't they? Yeah, I mean, things are not very good for Irish football. The women are um, outplaying the men at this point. Not like, a bit like the Saints women uh, team, actually. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about talk about them in a bit, but uh, 
Yeah, let's get this packed up, finished. Northern Ireland. Shay Charles and good up Northern Ireland again. Star performance in their 3 0 win over San Marino, um, who've given Northern Ireland their only points of qualifying. Um, so yeah, and an Ireland at last united. <laughs> united in shite football. Um, yeah, the shite continues. Uh, Shay Charles, he was shown a red card for a second offence in their 1-0 loss against Slovenia. But yeah, he's kind of a mainstay in that Northern Ireland team, isn't he? So um, they're going to miss him. Um, not that they're going anywhere at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to Germany either. No, but I'll tell you who is going to Germany. And that's Bonnie Scotland. Oh, I thought you were going to say England then, because we are too. <laughs> I mean, you know, England's got a fish and it's normally a foregone conclusion anyway, isn't it? Well, but apart it, from Euro is... 2008, let's not... Uh... Let's not hark back to that Wally with the brolly. Yeah, USA 94 and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But, you know, Scotland, um, congratulations. Stuart Armstrong and Trey Adams, uh, they came on as subs in the 79th minute. Uh, they couldn't stop what was a 2-0 away defeat against Spain. However, yeah, their qualification was confirmed. They finished second on goal difference in Group A. Excellent um, achievement. Really, really well excellent. Well done to them, yeah. yeah. At the expense of Harland, Norway as well. Um, mm. Yeah, fucking quality. Yeah, it's always nice to have um, Scotland. It would have been nice to have Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland also in in, in the uh, in the Euros. But yeah, it's it's always great to have that rivalry, isn't it, with uh, with Scotland? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been. I think it's been quite a while since that rivalry's been a thing. If I'm being perfectly honest, it's only the um the last Euros, wasn't it? Where, mm. um, we're in the same group yeah not just being in the same group but even just being in the same tournament I mean I, I don't think that's happened since France, France 98, 98 yeah France 98 yeah. <laughs> sorry Scotland no yeah I mean I mean, I, I, I kind of I feel for him you know because uh, you know there's been the, uh, a, lot of, a lot of pain over the last 15 to no 25 <laughs> fucking hell 25 <laughs> yeah. years it's been a long Jeez, time imagine being Imagine being Scottish, eh? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fantastic. I think you know, there's there's a place for it. They need they need, they need to be there. So um, yeah, great, great for them. Uh, I'm gonna look forward to seeing them. Hopefully, Shay and Stewie and maybe even Ross Stewart get getting in there. Ryan Fraser, Eric Clubfell, bit of a Scottish, bit of a Titan army in the Saints. Uh, the only thing I will say is that I, I I don't imagine Ryan Fraser returning to to Newcastle anytime soon, but I don't think he's going to be at Saints by the time that the, the Euros kick off. Who knows? Get yeah. promoted? Who knows? Yeah. If he enjoy, he's if he's enjoying himself, we get promoted. They offer him a deal that he's happy with. Uh, I don't see why not. I don't see Shea Adams being uh, part of the no. team come the Euros. I honestly I don't see Stuart Armstrong honest. either. I think if we get promoted, we sell him. Really? I think so. Yeah. I mean, there was he's not about... much of a sellable asset at the moment, is he? No, I just think he'll move on. I think he'll go back up to Scotland and end his days up there. I think he'll go back to Hearts or something. End his days? I don't know. I think he's got another contract in him, yeah? I hope I'm wrong. Um, anyway, um, Scotland, uh, it just didn't really matter. They had a friendly against France. Sorry, it was Dundee, Lille, by the way, not, not Hearts. Sorry, Hearts fans. He, he played for uh, Dundee United and, and, and Celtic, didn't he? Not, uh, not Hearts. Apologies. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, Scotland, um, they... Uh, on that euphoria, they uh, went to France for a friendly, which they lost 4-1. Adams uh, started in that and was subbed off in the 65th minute. Stewart coming on in the 76th. Um, so, yeah, around a good time for Scotland. England, 
Uh, England. Seems like, <laughs> yeah, the US are annoyed that I didn't start with England. So. Big I news. We'd do a tour, tour of the British Islands. I thought we'd start with the bad news, you know. Well, we didn't have anyone in the, in, in the senior team anyway, so, you know. Uh, no, no, we didn't. Um, not even Prowse, you know. We don't really have any former Saints in the England team doing. Nope. Luke Shaw. No, he was injured. Uh, still injured, yeah. It always is. Oh. Any any accents at all? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Ah, yeah. No, 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 no ox, no ox, no Walcott. <laughs> yeah. Sure, we'll get one soon. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, our best um, chance for a call up uh, is through the youth teams. Maybe that'll make the step up to the senior. But um, yeah, Taylor Harwood, Bellis, unfortunately, had to put out. I think in some twenty-one squad for their twenty-one Euros game against Serbia and Ukraine, having picked up an injury. Yeah, an injury that was so bad that he still started against Hull on Saturday. Yeah, I'm quite pleased yeah. about the outcome, though. To be honest, it, it was happy. For, it was good for everyone. Keeping it fit, yeah. I mean, our options are quite slim in the centre right position, so I guess good that he did slot straight back in. Um, this is a difficult one, right? So um, Sam Adozi, apparently he had been called up to the England under 20s for their absolutely insanely fucking obscure Euro Elite League games, and so England lost both of their fixtures, 2-0 against Romania and 2-1 against Portugal, but uh, those he didn't feature in that as far as I could see. So, uh, yeah, nothing really to talk about, but I just have. So, um, <laughs> Don Ballard, he captained the England and 19 squad in their 0-0 draw. Um, you know, despite it being a, quite a dominating performance against Montenegro in the group opener, um, had a couple of shots that were denied. Um, England were held to another... <laughs> 1-1 draw uh, by Wales and Ballard's cross set up the equaliser in that match. So, yeah, good thing. Um, Sam Amo Amio and Jade Magoma, they were both substitutes for the under-18s in a one-on draw with Germany. Uh, Magoma started and Amo Amio uh, scored in also in a 1-0 victory over Morocco. Woohoo! First goal for him. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, super shit. And uh, Jay Robinson, yeah, slipping right down to the the youngsters. Uh, he uh, scored for the under some teams against Norway. So he certainly did, yeah. yeah. Good stuff, Jay. Well done. Setting setting the picture light in uh, every possible category. So yeah, well done. That's um, Argentina. Uh, Charlie Alvarez having been called up to the Argentina national team for the first time didn't even make the bench against Paraguay. It's not important, is it? I mean, he got his picture with Messi. Yeah. That's the only thing we care about. <laughs> well, no, um, he did make his debut for Argentina's under 23s in their goals draw against Venezuela. So it's not all, you know, it's not all bad. No. Then he got to train with Messi. Um, Gets to play for Argentina. Okay, not for the senior squads, but you know he's got a route in there now. Pulled on his blue and white shirt, so yeah, good stuff, Charlie. I mean, he seems to be very pleased with himself as well. Did you see that video of um, Russell Martin announcing that? Um, yes, I did. Yeah, it was lovely. Was, yeah, on the A new contract and everything. Yeah, it's nice, looking good. Um, I hope that he can stay, stay fit, keep at that pace, and. Um, yeah, yeah keeping Che Adams out of the side as well. So, yeah. yeah, that doesn't take much at the moment, but yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, 
Um, last of all, uh, Nigeria, Joe Rebo, he started for Nigeria in a 3-2 friendly victory over Mozambique before playing the final 12 minutes. That 2-2 draw in a friendly against Saudi Arabia in Portugal. And that was the international round. Well done, Kevin. Excellent. Excellent work as always. Um, okay, we, we march on. <laughs> uh, we march on. We march on. Um, yeah, under 21s, it's back to Saints, obviously. Uh, they played Brighton on Friday night. Uh, they lost 3 1. Uh, Will Merry with our only goal. Uh, and they play on Monday, Monday the 30th, uh, at Wolves. Uh, so quick turnaround for them. Uh, the women, we've got three games to catch up on since our last pod. So I had a 2-0 win at Watford. Uh, goals from Sophia Farah and Molly Pike, despite being down to 10 women. Uh, Millie Mott obviously was shown that red card. Um, and then they had a 1-1 draw against Super League's Bristol City in the Continental League Cup. Uh, now that was actually going ahead while we were talking to Ian Wilding. Um, uh, Alexi Lloyd-Smith with our leveller. Uh, and we won a penalty shootout to win the bonus point. Uh, and then we had a 2-1 win over Durham in the championship return. Uh, a double from uh, Rihanna Dean, her first goals for the club. And they remain top of the league on goal difference from Sunderland. And their next match is actually Sunday the 22nd, so that's today. Um, and that's against London City Lionesses. That's a one o'clock kickoff. Uh, under 18s, they played on Saturday at Reading and they lost 5 Three. Uh, Will Merry scoring for the under 18s and scoring for the under 21s as well. Got two goals in that game. Uh, and Josh Pitts got one at the end. Uh, they next play on the 20th. So that's next Saturday. And that's at Leicester. OK, uh, match then onto the onto the whole city game then. Brilliant result. Uh, last gasp winner saw us take all three points at the MKM Stadium. Uh, Hull undefeated in the league at home this season. And that record stretches back to March. They've had one defeat in their last 17. Uh, and we put a stop to that. And we extended our unbeaten run to four now. Uh, undefeated in October, which is a stark contrast, really, to the start of September. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So Will, Will Smallbone opened the scoring before Liam Delap equalized five minutes later. Ryan Fraser, the savior off the bench with the winner. Uh, five minutes into the allotted five added and his first goal for Saints. So, yeah. Kev, did we get away with one or was that deserved? I wouldn't say we deserved the win. I think we were probably the best of the two teams, but it was quite an even contest. Um, Paul had a lot of chances that they really should have put away and um, really kicked the shit out of us, but um, it didn't. Uh, we weathered the storm and uh, it was getting quite desperate viewing to be honest like in that second half and just 
the the sheer euphoria. I mean, it's the ultimate roller coaster going from absolutely dreadful um, football to watch, and uh, to to get that last gasp uh, winner um, was such a, a jump in emotions that uh, it just completely uh, just changed my 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 day. To be honest, I, we I, can. I thinking, yeah, I was thinking it wasn't really going anywhere, but uh, yeah, uh, we can retrospectively uh, say that it was a brilliant match whereas if that goal <laughs> didn't go in then it would have been um, yeah, chance wasted and um, what's Russell Martin doing? Well, I don't know, I tend to disagree, I thought the second half we dominated and I thought it was so much better to the first half, um, it was just Really? Yeah, I thought that well, from, the, from the hour mark I thought we were all over them, I mean the, the amount of corners we had yeah. without actually creating anything concrete, I mean Charlie Alcaraz had a, had a shot. I mean, the keeper played quite well. Uh, Allsop had a couple of decent mm. saves, but I think uh, on the balance, I, I'd like to think that we deserved that. Um, just for the sheer turnaround in that second half, and I thought it was managed well by um, uh, by Russell Martin. I know it's it's easy to say that because we probably would be slagging him off yeah. and not doing enough. Yeah. And now that it has happened in the way that it's happened, um, I, I don't know. I, I I might be going against the grain, but I do think that we deserve the win. I think on the balance of things, and you look at the stats, it was fairly even, but I think we just about edged it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, we're definitely going to take it, and I would just want to ride on this because um, it was just a, a, a great release. <laughs> uh, the changes uh, and the starters there, all eyes were on Taylor Harwood Bellis because that injury kept him out the other ones. Harwood Belland. Um, but thankfully, he made the starting 11, which which did surprise me because, I mean, listening to Martin's press conference on, on Friday, he hinted that he would be in the squad. Uh, but I didn't expect him to start. I mean, I don't know uh, if he was rushed back because he's just got no confidence in Holgate. I don't I don't know. He's just like, oh, we need to get him in the side. You know, if he's 75 percent fit, we need to put him in because I don't trust Holgate. I, I don't I don't know. Um, but it was so good to see him back. He didn't have the rigours of the, the international break to contend with. Uh, I had a good week in training by all accounts straight inside. Um, but yeah, he did make one change. And Alcaraz back in. Uh, Adams takes a seat again. I mean, this team at the moment seems set in stone, doesn't it? I mean, the only thing that could change is the return of Jack Stevens and, and Ross Stewart. Yeah, but then again, I think he's going to be the sub in over um, Adams rather than starting over Alcaraz. Yes, that's true. That that is true. But yeah, it was an evening. It, evening. It was an even start to the game, I'd say. Not much between them. And Hull playing a, a similar risky style to us, so it's like passing out and trying to build from the back. And I don't know. They've both created a few chances, a few scary moments, and arguably more from Hull, especially in that first half. I mean, I can only think of one long shot from Smallbone, and they had a moment, well, they had more moments close in the goal mouth. I mean, there was a moment from Morton and um, Philogene, which I I don't know how that didn't end up in the net. Um, they had another when Delap ran at Harwood Bellis, and he slipped, yeah. uh, allowing him to take it to the net, but Bednarik was, um, was great positionally. But yeah, it was quite even. It was back and forth. But it was it, it, similar styles, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was like two two um, Saints teams on on the pitch. Uh, yeah, and we we thought it was going to be an even contest. So there was a lot of um, draws in the predictions. I predicted a draw. I think Tim did as well. Yeah, did you predict a draw as well? I did. Yeah, I went one one. Yeah. Yeah. So we know we got the goal of them. Um, yeah, we know that they got this style. Um, but yeah, we thought that. They'd kind of uh, neutralise each other, but not defensively. And um, that was pretty much the case, wasn't it? I mean, that yeah. small-blown chance early on was, um, was great for us. 
I think uh, if both of those small line chances go in the first 20-25 minutes, then uh, I'm not sure that they'd really come back from that. But um, it, the lap was causing us a lot of trouble, wasn't it? And um, that is that THB slip that one on one with Baza, but he, he does well. Um, and yeah, him and Villaging were, were causing problems, but they they kind of just um, yeah, especially to lap, they just Shay Adams it really, you know, they <laughs> take one too many steps, one too many touches, and run out of space. And um, yeah, was, I'd be disappointed if I was a Hull fan. He's a confident yeah, player, that's though. Frustrating. He's got a confidence in his ability, um, Delap. He knows he needs what he wants more to do. He, he needs more confidence. He needs more, uh, just like Shay, just needs more um, decisiveness, you know, just to take the shot um, at the first opportunity rather than to, 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 to run it out. Um, He'd fit well in the Arsenal yeah, team, that, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, or, or in the Man City team. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the, the goal, um, I mean, that comes from some blistering pace from Camaldine on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a wonderful ball into the box that nobody got to the end of. And uh, luckily it's recycled quickly to um, Walker Peters, who I think was, was equally as electric. Um, just that wonderful run uh, across yeah. the small bone to tap it in. It was just magic. Yeah, I thought, right, we're going to see a really exciting performance today. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the teams are, are I say they were evenly matched on the pitch. I mean, the, the styles were exactly the same. And even if you look at the league table before, uh, both sitting in the same position, I think they'll probably end up in similar positions as well uh, once the season's out. Um, but yeah, the, the, the stream, I mean, my stream wasn't great. I mean, I managed to get a whole one in the end, um, which worked quite well. But I had to listen to that Yorkshire commentary and uh, that was quite funny. I like listening to that because he was saying a Dursey. And uh, Alfie, a Dursey, yeah. a Dursey, Alfie Jones, and oh, he's on the post. And I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think we were all watching the same stream because I think there was only one um, live stream that was coming out, and it did look like it was coming through in um, uh, snares or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it was. Um... And we didn't have any commentary for the first twenty minutes. No, but that wasn't such a bad thing. But yeah, um, it was. Not it was. Them, no. Well, no, but yeah, it was a bit of a mess at times. Both teams pressing up high, uh, forcing mistakes in the middle as well. There's a lot of wayward passes in the middle yesterday from both teams. But um, but yeah, um, and going back to your to, to the goal, your goal, yeah, your goal. Uh, to the goal, yeah. Just to touch on Kyle Walker Peters, yeah, that was brilliant. Um, recovering uh, and then taking on the left back. I don't know who that was. Um, uh, but yeah, putting a perfect cross to Smith. Vinagre, yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, only needs to to kind of just like one touch to guide it in. So yeah, uh, brilliant, brilliant run from. I think that was all all the work of, of Kyle Walker Peters there. And um, yeah, Smallbone second of the season. No real effort required from Smallbone, which is just what you need from a cross, isn't it? But yeah, brilliant stuff. I'm effortless. I'm sure it, it was more difficult than it looked. Yeah. Well, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it didn't last long, did it? Just five minutes. Um, Liam Delap, no, exactly. A um, bit of a mess, really. Um, uh, and if you look at the start of that before, um, Philogene uh, puts the cross. I think Philogene puts the cross. He has an effort anyway. Um, there's five whole shirts in that box, and there was eight white shirts. Um, and it takes a deflection, and it kind of ends up at the feet of Delap, and he just pokes it in. So yeah, it was a, a disappointing that we couldn't deal with that. But we've seen that so many times. We've we've, we've overpowered. Uh, and certainly in terms of numbers, and we haven't been able to deal with it, uh, and it just gets uh, just gets 
tapped in, really. Yeah, um, it's pretty pretty bad defensively from, from us. Um, I mean, we could point fingers, but um, I don't think I have a, a, enough fingers <laughs> to point. But yeah, I mean the, that's the thing. Like, there's a couple of passes, you know, around to small bone, and uh, they 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 can't draw us in. Uh, so we're a bit compact to get out to the wing and um, set it back into the box. And um, that's how you do it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can't deal with things like that. And we've seen it so many times before. And arguably Hull looked more likely from then, especially in that first half. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, they had some sighters. Bazunu was worked. He had, had to make a couple of saves. Um, Delap had, had that effort from a corner, which um, didn't really test him. But there was some moments where Bazunu had to had to be used. I mean, you can look back at that Rotherham game where he had a, didn't have a thing to do apart from pick the ball out of the net. Um, but yeah, he was worked and I thought Bazzini did, did quite well, actually, because you can't blame him for that for that goal. Um, I mean, I, uh, he could have done better, didn't he? He was just a little bit too off his line, I think, that's not. Uh, it's happened a few times where I either, you know, jump out and smother it or, you know, stay and um, stop the shot. But yeah, it was just a defensive like clusterfuck. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm putting that down to defence and not him. That was only five yards out when he poked it in, so yeah, it's not really. Uh, that's why I say I don't really think there was much more he could have done with that. Uh, one one thing I do want to say is Ryan Manning picked up a yellow just before half time, which means oh, he's, yeah. he, he's suspended for that Preston game. Um, and I, listening to the fans, they're not bothered about him missing out because he hasn't been great this season. A lot of the players think that he's just a Massive downgrade from from Ramon Perro. I agree, um, but it's cover reasons that that I'm I've got an issue with because that is going to be a blow I think because we've got no Larios still. He's he's way off from coming back. Jake Vokins is nowhere near this side, so I, you know it's going to have to yeah. be Kyle Walker Peters playing left, and then you have to think about who's going to play on the right. You have got James Bree coming James in, which, Bree. which you're not happy yeah, with, right? No be. one's going to be happy no. with, but then. Dare I say it, Mason Holgate playing there. Christ, I mean, I know we're going to see um, Holgate this coming week. Uh, it's an inevitability, really, isn't it, um, with the fixture congestion? Mm. But I don't know. I'd rather have Bree. Jesus, I think I would as well. It's a situation, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But I would say uh, as well, Mason Holgate is the birthday boy today. So, uh, yeah, happy birthday to, to Mason Holgate. He's 27 oh. years old today. So, uh, yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Mason. Yeah, um, don't get too drunk yeah we're going to need you on Wednesday um, yeah I looked at the halftime stats now the reason I want to say about these halftime stats because the, the full time stats which you'll touch on at the end massive massive turnaround which is why I say that Russell Martin managed the game well um, and I think he does need a little bit of credit for that but at halftime outshot by Hull 8-4 to four. Um, only 3 on target to R2 um, and they also passed the ball more than us, which is something that doesn't happen very often. Uh, they had more corners. But like I said, the stats at the end, everything was completely turned around. So which is another reason why I say that we probably did deserve it on the balance of it. And yeah, what was good to see, Kevin, in the second half is this whole riding their luck playing out from the back. You know, all, all stop and goal looked very, very casual at times, too casual, almost got them into trouble. But it's so good to see another team playing like that and also, you know, getting themselves into trouble. Because I think Alfie Jones had a word with him at one point, uh, just telling him to calm down a bit because, yeah, it it, it did look likely that they were going to make a mistake at the back. If we continued pressing high, uh, then there was going to we were going to force a mistake. 
it, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, the, that's, that's what we saw um, at the beginning of the match, uh, but it, it just sort of tailed off, and then um, we kind of rope and boked and, and then just went for it at the end, and um, well, it paid off this time. Yeah, from the hour mark, it was all Saints. It was all possession, and we had all the chances. Uh, the only way that they were going to score was from a counter, which I did worry about because we did kind of push a lot of people up forward, especially trying to uh, press Allsop into a mistake. Uh, there was a lot of midfield pressure. Um, the, and the, they've got some pace on the wings. Looked like he was going to be a good outlet for them. Um, but he did make some subs, and he made them in time, I think, Martin. Um, clearly, he brought on the right players. But it's it's at these moments in a game where we need to be clinical. I mean, we saw that in the Rotherham game. You know, how how can we kill a game off, and how can we, or in this case, how can we change a point into three? And it's just the game management of Russell Martin, which hasn't really been tested. And can he do something not just to ride this game out for a draw? Uh, we've not seen enough of that under Russell Martin, and we really didn't see enough of it here either, did we? Because it was, like you said, it wasn't good to watch and it did look like it was going to peter out to a 1-1 draw yeah i mean i wouldn't mind it um if we were ahead that's how i'd expect us to play um you know if we were ahead he would have put another defender on and we would have sat back and we would have ended up drawing 2-2 yeah i mean i think would would look not not too dissimilar we saw the way that we can grind out results at the beginning of the season when we started off winning against uh wednesday and um Plymouth, yeah, those late goals as well. Plymouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again with the late, the late goals. Mm. Uh, so yes, and the well, I mean, it was really was the, the last second uh, effort from us this time. But there, we we had the time to uh, to, to just, concede again, you know, keep the ball, keep <laughs> possession, and uh, and shit house our way to victory. Yeah, but yeah, here we 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 was you know uh, still looking down the barrel at the points lost but uh yeah no, fair, fair, fair play to him no um, we, do, we did i, I didn't we, think the goal was coming basically no i i yeah i didn't i mean yeah it was all set for a 1-1 wasn't it and but we did create i mean how many corners did we have in the end it was nine and uh alcaraz had a brilliant shot yeah little glancing one off the off the left boot um but an even better save um, and he made another save from a small bone shot, which was good. But yeah, it was just it was just frustrating at that point. Like the, the half chances that we did have, it was kind of just being snuffed out, and it looked like it was going to be that way. Um, but yeah, we we kept going, and what a way to win it! Ninety fifth minute, Ryan Fraser, virtually the last kick of the game, and at a fortress like MKM Stadium, I know they've drawn a lot of games, but it was looking like another one. But we we did keep going, and we didn't give up. We didn't settle for a point. And to do it right in front of those travelling fans was an incredible release. And, and I, I do think we deserved it. We were pressing right from the hour mark and we got what we deserved. And it, it was great from, from Downs. A lovely, lovely connection from Fraser. Mara playing his part in the build-up as well. Yeah, Mara. I thought Mara did OK. There was a moment when they caught us on the break and Mara tracked back and you know made a, made a tackle, which was nice. Um, well, it was good to see working hard and using his pace. But yeah, I mean, the Downs... The, Cutting that floating ball back into the box, like just to give Fraser the chance to descend in the a volley from the penalty spot, absolutely marvelous. Yeah, it was great, and that, that's um three points. Yeah, moved us up to fifth on twenty points now. Um, the stats, Kev, can you reel out some of those stats? Um, yeah, we had eighteen shots to their twelve, fifty 
7% possession. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, nine corners to their seven. Um, yeah, five shots on target to their three. 21 crosses, 15 triples. Um, yeah. Still a lot, a lot happening. Yeah, and it just, I just think it was, it was so much better in the second half because we overtook them on every stat. Even the goals. Yeah. Um, XG. Do you know what the XG was? I'd say it would be about 1.4 for Hull and 1.6 for us. Oh, very close. 1.7 for us and 1.3 for them. So yeah. It, okay. Fairly, fairly even. But yeah, nine corners to their seven overtook that. It was a, it was a great turnaround. And uh, Russell Martin does need a lot of credit for this, I think, because it did work. Whatever he did at halftime. Yeah. And I know the manner in which it happened, but but still, um, it, it was much better in the second half, and he and he managed the game better than Rosinha. So, yeah, job done. Yeah, definitely, and, and the and the subs that he brought on um, changed the game. Impactful, yeah. Um, he said, uh, I'll uh, I'll read out his his interview. Away from home against a team playing well uh, and that have real belief in what they're doing, they're in really good they're in a really good place here. Uh, we didn't get a few details quite right and we weren't aggressive enough, but I thought it was a really good game of football. Uh, we asked for a few things in the second half, just a bit more to be a bit more aggressive uh, in and out of possession. The tactical things didn't matter unless the mentality was right. Thankfully, I thought we were, we were outstanding in the second half. One of the best performances we have had, I think, in the last 30 minutes, which goes on what I said, like from the hour mark, really. We just, um, yeah, we, we, we did we did more than Hull um, and it kind of, it kind of, Rosinha kind of looked like he was okay with the point, and we wanted, we wanted it more. Um, I, I never liked the phrase that we wanted it more. I think they, they obviously both teams wanted to win, but I, I think that just we had more energy left in us. I've got a better bench, I guess. The, the more strength and depth, and that better bench, kind of and just to fit the players as well. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Um, man of the match, Kev? Not a particularly easy one, because there's quite a few performances. Um, <laughs> OK, I'm not going to do it. Uh, slag off players, because we got the win, right? Um, Swimana, I thought, was great. He utilised his speed really well, uh, putting dangerous challenges in as well. Uh, really shouldn't be part of his game. But, um, yeah, getting those balls into the box, I think if we've got the players on, on the end of it, if we can get Armstrong to... Um, make little runs into the box or just go hang for a bit then I think um, we've got a little goal machine on our hands uh, Flynn Downs um, his stock has been well down uh, recently but uh, I thought he was absolutely wonderful and uh, that, that, that assist for the for the goal absolutely fucking brilliant but I'm going to give it to a player who I think faced some unfair criticism recently and um, when, not, when he was nominated for the goal of the month, uh, player of the month Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nobody voted for him. Uh, so I'm going to give it to, to yeah, small bone. Yeah. Okay. 
That's good. Because okay. he, he gets a goal. Um, he could have had a hat-trick if, if uh, it's a bit more technical. But, I mean, he was one of the players that was subbed off. And do you, you said yourself that it was a good good substitutions made. Do you think it was right to bring him off if he was playing so well? Maybe he wants to keep him to play against uh, Preston. He wants to start him against Preston. Yeah, it's possible, yeah. Keep um, him fit, yeah. I, I want to say about Gavin Bazzini because I thought he was good. I mean, he, I, I don't think he could have done a thing without Delap goal. Um, he did everything else that he was supposed to do. He had some key saves and he, he stopped Delap on a one-on-one, which was out wide, um, which was really good. Uh, Ryan Fraser had the biggest impact, didn't he? I mean, he scored the winner. He, he took a good yellow for the team as well, which was which was good. Um, so he does need to be mentioned. But I'm going to give it to the person who, who made that winning goal, and I'm going to give it to Flynn Downs, because I think if we're going to win these tight games like this, we need players like him and Smallbone to be strong and, and play the way that Russell Martin wants to play. He's influential in that. Uh, and I know he's not been the greatest. He's been called weak at times as well as Smallbone. But um, I don't think he did anything wrong yesterday. And, and second half, he was very, very good. So I'm going to give it to uh, to Flynn Downs. If I had two votes, that's what they would be, Smallbone and Downs. Yeah. Um, Bazunu, um, to be honest, I don't think he had that much. He only had real ones, one real save to make. Uh, one, two, and one went in. Uh, the other one was the other shot on target. But one was cleared off the line, the other one he saved. So um, yeah, uh, well, I thought he looked quite um, quite good in gathering crosses, which is something that he struggled with in the past. I thought he was quite good. Yeah, to be honest. And uh, I mean, yeah, he's a goalkeeper, but still, in his distribution, he's 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 a lot more confident in his distribution now. I don't feel as nervous as I used to when he's on the ball. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, so, it's weak. Yeah, he's, probably, he's got two games in him, so yeah. Uh, the player results, the rating results from um, from Pundit Games. Interesting. Uh, who do you think won? Um, Where do you think our fans It's going to be one of our choices, or Carl Walker-Peters, who we haven't mentioned, <laughs> but was absolutely outstanding. He was outstanding, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm gutted that I never mentioned Kyle Walker-Peters. But no, um, well, it was. I mean, Smallbone and Downs were, were second and third, respectively. Uh, Fraser and Walker-Peters top it at 7.88. It's difficult for Fraser What's, because... Um, it's uh, not on the pitch that long. No, exactly, but for, he was impactful and he got the winner for us. So he, he was the reason that we got those three points, I guess. So, yeah, Fraser and Walker-Peters top it. Uh, Smallbone third, Downs... Uh, sorry, Smallbone second, Downs third. Uh, Manning at the uh, bottom. What, what, sorry, 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 sorry. What scores are we talking? Uh, Fraser 7.8, Walker Peters 7.8, Smallbone 7.7, 7.75. So very, very close. Um, and Splin Downs was 7.5. They're followed by Suleimana, Bednarik, Stu Armstrong, Bazunu down there, Adam Armstrong. Quite quiet for Adam Armstrong, I think. Uh, Adozi or Dursey, uh, 6.3. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Charles, uh, he didn't have a lot of time, did he? Neither did Adams, so they're right down there. But uh, Ryan Manning at the bottom with uh, with 5.0. Harwood Bellis, 6.1, that second bottom. So, yeah, not the, I think mo- most people will remember that slip. that slip. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, just that. But I will read out some, uh, some of the comments that you left. Uh, the first one says, uh, that was truly 90 minutes of championship football. Little creativity and poor execution throughout. Uh, but give Saints credit for improving in the second half. They took control, although they did nothing with it until the final minute. But that was enough. Yeah, those are the sort of wins that you look back at, though, and say, oh, if we didn't get that goal, 
then yeah, where would we be? But yeah, uh, next one. Uh, it wasn't there, but uh, sorry, I wasn't there, but I was astonished and delighted at winning again in added time. Russell Martin is starting to know his best 11 too, uh, which incidentally is my choice too, which kind of harks back of what we said at the starting 11. It kind of picks itself at the moment, albeit Adams, Alcaraz, what do you do? Do you, you know, what sort of, where, where do you play Alcaraz? Uh, and the only thing that's going to disturb that, I think, is, is Jack Stevens coming back in uh, and also where does Ross Stewart fit? But yeah. Uh, next one, a nice dirty win in dirty shithole hull. That's not my comments, so uh, thanks for that. Uh, Stu played well. He has to start every game. That's interesting because we never really mentioned Stu, did we? No, no, no. we didn't. No. But yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, a win is a win, uh, but can you please do it earlier in the game? My heart can't take it. I agree <laughs> with that. Uh, good last 20 minutes. So yeah, those are, those are some of your comments. Uh, um, I've got a little surprise. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to call this a Project Trojan Horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I was bored in the second half uh, <laughs> uh, on, on our Discord, I started um, uh, making up chants. And I thought, why not bring them back? They were a, a staple of our first few seasons, weren't they? They were for you, yes. <laughs> well, and, for, and for you. I, I, I enjoyed them. Uh, you, you may be a little bit more pained than me to try, to try and come up with something each week. Um, so I'm going to take it on to myself to bring them back. Um, so the idea is that um, uh, if we're away, I come up with a chant for one of the one of their players, and if we're at home, I come up with one for one of our players. Okay. So you've got we got two away games. Try. <laughs> um, we are we at home to play? Oh, yeah, yeah, I meant uh, with Hull and Preston. Yeah, OK, well, with, with Hull, right? OK, so this is my example um, from, from yesterday, yeah? Uh, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. OK, uh, June's quite obvious. Uh, you can chip in with some noises, though, yeah? Um, Always do. Philly Jean is not my lover. Ow! He's just a lad who plays for Hull on the left, and he's only 21. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Jamal, uh, there, there you go. Um, so yeah, that that was um, a certain certain shade of shit, I think. Brilliant. Um, you got Preston, so you need to do one for Preston as well. Next. Um, well, um, yeah, that that will be uh, you know a part of our preview. Um, <laughs> but uh, the idea is that if I'm I make a a little voice message of one of these, right? If anybody knows any fans of the teams. Just send them around and say, oh, we got this. I found this really good chant and just get it into some group chats, get people just tweeting it on Twitter. And uh, no, but they, they're not going to listen to a Saints podcast, so they won't know that it's us doing it. And um, who knows? One of them might strike and then we can secretly take credit for it later on. <laughs> OK. What do you reckon? I'm with this Project Trojan horse. I like it. Getting your creative juices flowing. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, we'll go on to on to Preston North Ends then. Uh, Wednesday the 28th. That's a 7:45 kickoff, and that's at Deep Down. It's also on Sky Sports. Their nickname is the Lily Whites. Uh, Kevin, do you have a, a nickname for them? Um, I've got ten. I'm going to save some of them for when we play them at home as well. Fucking hell, ten. Right. Okay. <laughs> Can you hit us with a couple at least? 
Okay. Um, so I've got the, the Lily Whites, not particularly original. Um, the Lily Allens. Isn't she a Fulham fan? The Cricket Whites. Oh, yeah. The Lily Pads. Yeah, okay then. So uh, Preston then, the, 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 the Championship Club, I guess. I mean, they've never appeared in the Premier League. Uh, they were the first team to do the double uh, back in 1889 when Saints were just four years old. Uh, rich history, of course. Classic stadium is Deepdale. Always, always worth a visit. They are well supported. They've got a very, very proud tradition. Uh, the oldest continuously used stadium in the FA, uh, which was bombed during the, suff- uh, the suffrage movement in 1910, I believe. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, this season, they've had a great start since um, since popping up from League One in 2015. They're sitting in third. It's been their best since then. Oh, they're just above us, aren't they? Of course they are. They're one point. Uh, and fourth. Yeah. yeah, one point above us. But yeah, uh, Will Keane's got four, got the goals with them. Four goals leads the way. And uh, the, the, the uh, U.S player which Tim will want me to mention is Dwayne Holmes who's got three assists um their recent run of form okay so they won 2-1 against Birmingham at home uh, they drew 1-1 against Rotherham well we know that feeling uh, they had a 4-0 loss at home to West Brom which was very disappointing uh, followed by two more two more losses uh, away to Leicester 3-0 uh, and away to Ipswich 4-2 uh, but then yeah of course yesterday they drew 1-1 with Millwall at home so they're struggling uh, a bit of late but then you know you look at Leicester and Ipswich and they're of course they're on fire Ipswich are fantastic aren't they they're just what they've done and what they are continuing to do I mean you, you just expect them to keep to, to fall off but they just keep on doing it um but yeah they've had a, a few tough fixtures um one win from the last six uh new signings so uh, there's three to highlight here they've got Mads Frokjard Jensen from uh, Dense uh, is that how you pronounce it Kev? I think it's Mas Frokjensen Perfect, as always. Um, yeah, three goals, two assists, and he scored again yesterday, so he's been been great. Uh, Dwayne Holmes, of course, from Huddersfield, three goals, three assists, another one. Uh, Will Keane from Wigan, four goals, one assist. They all seem to be slotting in quite nicely. Um, and if you look at the key players that they've got, it's those that I've mentioned, the new signings. Will Keane's the obvious one. You know, he's adjusting to life in Preston. I mean, he's been there before, obviously. But yeah, uh, you have to include the ever-present Liam Lindsay at the back, and they've got Alan Brown, so they've got some... Very, very good, influential players that they like to play all the time. Uh, manager's Ryan Lowe. Um, he usually plays a 3-4-2-1, which can shift to a 3-4-3. Um, in their 4-2 loss at Portman Road, they went with that. Uh, so it didn't quite work. They've got Freddie Woodman in goal. A defensive back three of Jack Watmer, uh, Liam Lindsay and Greg Cunningham. And they used Brad Potts and Robbie Brady as wingbacks. Well, wingbacks. Uh, Ryan Ledson, Alan Brown in the middle uh, with a front line of uh, Frokia Jensen, Dwayne Holmes, Will Keane. They've also been using uh, Milutin Ozmaic recently up there. Um, so, yeah, uh, on paper, I mean, they, they seem, I don't want to sound, sound hard, they seem like a bog standard championship side. Uh, they're not going to be in trouble. Uh, they also shouldn't trouble the playoffs. However, they've been playing far and above that they, that they should, and they look quite a decent outfit. Uh, a team that plays better than the sum of their parts, and they can be quite a handful to anyone, especially at home. Uh, weaknesses they are being found out like we are quite lately and their recent run of games that, that has been quite poor albeit they've played some tough teams but have we caught them at the right time kevin um we'll see um i still think they're, they're a high-flying team uh they're probably the toughest challenge that we've faced since Ipswich or Leeds. Leicester? yeah they're in Leicester. Leicester. yeah i think 
Oh, well, basically anyone that's above us, they're the only team above us we haven't played. So, uh, yeah, I guess we have to prove something against them. I know you're a chant man, as we just mentioned, the uh, project uh, Trojan Horse. Trojan Horse, yeah. Uh, so do you have a, uh, a chant for the mighty Preston North End? I do, yeah. Um, oh, so the player that we've mentioned quite a lot. I've a few podcasts for some reason, but yeah. Um, that's probably it. So it goes, not, not, you're not going um, with the Wilkins on fire. Your defense is terrifying. Ah, they have to be original, right? And they don't have to. I'm not going to do rhythm as a dancer, player X is the answer. That's not going to be what we're doing here. We're trying to get a little sleeper hit from some obscure music, right? Mm. Um, so it's to the tune of Moscow by Chingis Khan. And <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I don't actually, no. Um, maybe you recognize it when I sing it. So it goes, uh, Frogga, Frogga, Frogga Jensen is his name. Pays for Preston, our great Dane. Oh, 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 oh. Repeat ad nauseum. That's easy. Easy one to get and get on board with, yeah. Exactly. Do you recognize the tune? No. I'll send you the YouTube video, isn't it? Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, obscure enough to, and, uh, easy enough. Uh, easy enough and just slightly shit enough to to work i think good stuff um predictions you're up my logic is that um we go for unbeaten run of four and then go for um uh a, a, a winless four games without winning yeah winless in four uh so we're winless in four now so that's got to change okay. sorry no we we've we're we're fucking me I know what you mean. <laughs> I've tied my, my shoelaces around my neck here, haven't I? Um, <laughs> I do get what you're saying, yeah. Tell me what I'm saying, because I, I can't express myself. As so we went we went on a on a run of four where we couldn't win. Uh, we got beat four in a row. Yeah. And then we went on a, a game of four where we uh, were undefeated. Now it's the turn to go for where we don't pick up a win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Simple. so we've gone, we've gone unbeaten, winless, unbeaten, and now we're going to be winless. Okay. Yes, that was difficult, wasn't it? <laughs> um, Tim is going for 1-1. Um, okay. uh, and me. Uh, I, I, I do think it's the best time to play them. I think they have been found out a little bit. They've had one win in six, don't forget. And as Kev just said, we're undefeated in four. But it's another tricky midweek trip up north, isn't it? And it's, it's I'm trying to talk myself into a win, but I can't see it. And I can only see a draw in this game. So I'm going to side with Tim here and I'm going to go for 1-1. And that leads us on to Saturday uh, against Birmingham, which is a, a three o'clock kickoff. Uh, and their nickname is the Blues. Kev, do you have a nickname for them? Um, I do. Uh, and a chant. They play it's an... Well, um, we're playing at home, so I'll give us a, a chant for uh, a home play. Okay. Um, but my nicknames uh, for Birmingham City, um, they, they play at St Andrews, so I'm yep. going to call them the, Scots, the Scotsman. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, if you don't like that. Uh, or even if you do, uh, I've got uh, the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. Uh, the Blue Man Group. Yep. Or uh, my particular favourite, uh, the Brum Chums. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's my favourite <laughs> too. No, that's my favourite. Um, a chant for us as we're at home. Um, yeah, I did make up one yesterday for. Um, God, you really were uh, bored in that whole game, weren't you? I so was, yeah. I mean, I, I wish now that, uh, in retrospect, that I'd been spending uh, <laughs> time on uh, that Sunderland match, for example, would have been good to just sit there and uh, <laughs> come up with chance. But uh, yeah, this this one is for uh, 
with a small bone. Uh, it's very simple. It's not quite finished because it, it was going like with a knickknack pad. Anyway. Give us wheel small bone, but it doesn't really work. It's got to end with small, wheel, wheel small bone, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay. How about how about how about no? All right. So it used knickknack paddy rack, right? So um, uh, with a knickknack paddy rack, give a wheel small bone, but that just doesn't scan at all, does it? Um. So how about just keep the with a knickknack paddy rack, give a dog a bone. That bald head is Will Small Bones. <laughs> I don't think that's going to catch. <laughs> I think it needs to be developed, doesn't it? Yeah. Because uh, you know that is a tune that gets chanted, isn't it? Oh, they're like yeah, this old one. He said one. Mm. He played Nick Nakon and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Answers on a postcard. How should we begin that? If if that's the way we fit it, we finish it. And we'll leave it up to the to the people to to respond. Yeah. yeah, we'll keep it as a, a, a recurring thing. When we review the, the Birmingham match next time, we'll see if anyone came up with a, a decent uh, Will Smallboy chant to, yeah. that, to that tune. Yeah, or maybe I'll come, I'll come back with my own one next time. Okay, yeah, so Birmingham then. Lots lots and lots of change recently. I mean, we saw a US takeover led by Tom Brady. Uh, John Eustace is out with the dugout and Wayne Rooney is in. Uh, strange sacking, really, with Birmingham in the playoff spots, or you know, just slipping out following their their loss to Borough on Saturday. But it doesn't seem to have affected them in the negative because they've had a very, very good start this season, uh, seventh place at the moment, far better than I expected, and they finished seventeenth last season. So yeah, um, of course they had uh, Wayne Rooney in charge for the first time, and they lost a very tight game to Borough, an 89th minute winner for them. Um, who's been scoring their goals this season? So we've got Janino Bacuna, uh, Jay Stansfield and Siriki Dembele have got three apiece. Um, assists is Koji Miyoshi, uh, Ivan Sunjic, uh, Cody Drama uh, and Emmanuel Longello with two each. Um, their last five games then. Well, actually, I'm going to do the last six because I'm going to include the Borough game in there. So they, they, lost, they lost away to Preston. Uh, 2-1. They drew at home to QPR. Not a very good result. Uh, went to Carrow Road and lost 2-0. Uh, back home, uh, a 4-1 win over Huddersfield and a 3-1 win over West Brom. And then, of course, that loss to Borough on Saturday. So a bit all over the place. And they're, they're just looking for a little bit of stability at the moment. But, you know, will they get that now with the manager change and you know, Rooney coming in? Um, lots of movement this season in terms of transfers. They've got Tyler Robertson from Leeds. Uh, Christian Bielik from Derby, uh, Ethan Laird from Man United, Dion Sanderson from Wolves, uh, Koji Miyoshi from Antwerp and Siriki Dembele uh, from Bournemouth. Some really good loan business as well. I've got Jay Stansfield from Fulham, uh, Oliver Burke from Werder Bremen and Cody Drame from Leeds. Uh, if you remember, Drame was actually linked with a, move, a loan move to us in the summer, uh, but chose Birmingham in the end. Tim ha- has highlighted some key players for them. Uh, he's highlighted uh, Christian Bielik, uh, Siriki Dembele and Ethan Laird. Uh, I would also like to highlight Jay Stansfield, who's managed three goals in his eight games. Uh, Bakunia also looks looks quite a handful, looks quite pacey. Um, in terms of tactics, it's difficult really to go on what Rooney is doing because he's only had one game. Uh, but under John Eustace, they developed a two, uh, sorry, a four-two-three-one, uh, and went with a four-three-three uh, Rooney. Uh, so, yeah, I probably expect to see that again. Strengths of the team. I mean, the, the right side, it looks quite deadly when you think of it. Like right from the back, you've got Sanderson, you've got Drame uh, to Bacunia, and then you've got Stansfield. Um, so watch out down that left. Well, I say down Manning's left. It's, uh, he's not going to be there now. Um, so that could be potentially 
problematic for us. Uh, Suleimana is going to need to do his share of tracking back, I think, uh, especially if we've got a, a makeshift left back. Uh, weaknesses. Um, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They've got a team on paper, but I mean, who right now? I mean, who, who's their go-to guy? They're quite a young side um, and they're lacking that real cutting edge. There seems to be something missing from this Birmingham side. So I'd say that that is, um, is a weakness of theirs. Um, on to predictions then. Tim's up first, and he's also gone for a 1-1 draw, uh, which is what he's done for the for the Preston game. Me, I, I don't know. I think returning home, and I think it really does depend on on the Preston game midweek and with the uh, the left back situation. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with the squad rotation? Obviously, quick week, but um, I think we're going to pile on the pressure on Rooney, and I think we're going to win this 2-1. So yeah, three points for Saints there. I think we're going to take them. Uh, Kevin, what about you? Uh, continuing my theme that we started off uh, reviewing the Preston match, uh, I, I still think that we're going to be uh, without a win, so uh, one all. Oh, one one. Okay, excellent. So I, I, I just want to add that although Tim is away this week, he did the research on Preston and Birmingham. So uh, thanks again to Tim. But you know, I added my own thing on it, so we, we kind of collaborated. So yeah, but but thanks to Tim. Um. We're going to the Discord then. So uh, 2-1 Saints was a very popular score. Uh, seven people going with it. So that means there's lots of movement in the table. And we have a new leader at the summit. Uh, Tony Mears climbs to the top on 21, just one point ahead of Tim Brocker. Uh, so, yeah, congrats to Tony Mears, Kindly Platypus, Dan Fox, Kurt Supple, Lord O'Benny, New Jersey Scott and Kinners, who went for the 2-1 Saints win. Super 6. Uh, round 11 was won by Paul Beasley with 11 points. Uh, round 12 is ongoing. We're waiting for that Villa game to come in from Sunday afternoon. At the moment, Andrew Knight has the lead on 110 points. Um, fantasy football, Kevin, how is it looking? Um, I checked my team and I realised that half my team hasn't played, so it's not really indicative to talk about the squad. I think I've got 25 points. I haven't, uh, I haven't even looked at nothing. Let's have a look at the Podders League and see where you are. Uh, so I'm ninth in the Podders League uh, with 455. Uh, you're just below me. You scored 51 points so far. Uh, you, all your players but one have played. Timmy is down to third now with 530. He's just slipped below Oliver Post. Uh, he's on 43 points and uh, he's got three players to play, so he's going to be kicking some butt. Big league. So I'm 77th. Ouch. Can you find yourself? Uh, 90th, but I have moved up. Okay. Yeah, I've slid a bit. Top of the league. Uh, let's do it top five this one because i like the names uh fifth is uh jamie thorpe with his team cancelo culture on 547 points uh next is neil seawood with uh, his team flynn high uh 550 points third is chris bonner's libra lavia loca with 566 second is dan bucks absolutely fabregast 571 points and uh, topping the league is Tommy Rafferty with a wee eighth Pompey. Nice. Uh, Gaffer? Um, I know that a lot of my... I had Delap and 
Oh, I didn't have smart money. Maybe I should. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I had. Oh no, I didn't. I thought I had some Ipswich players, but I may, I may have uh, transferred them. So I didn't. I, I swapped mine onto the bench. Um, I had Dewsbury Hall and Clark, Rockyer, Jensen, uh, and Delap. Yeah, quite a few goal scorers. I picked up 64 points, which is decent average. It's uh, good. It's not as good as 65 from so. me though, but yeah. Shit me! I had uh, Somerville on the bench who scored 15. Blank it. Yeah, unlucky. Oh my god, that would have been absolutely... Like, oh, I had Valley Mumber on the bench and he scored five, didn't he? I thought I'd go for the Bednarik-Manning pair um, and that didn't he work. He scored five? Yeah. That's oh, just... uh, five points. Mm. Man, he scored five goals. How the fuck did I miss that? <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, I, I kind of went West Brom heavy as well, uh, but they drew nil nil, which was disappointing. So I had to try and find a way to put Dean Garner in there yeah, and Thomas get Asante. Def- get defenders in there, get a rare clean sheet. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, but at least me. Good. My score leaves me twenty four points clear at the top of the table. So um, yeah, holding my own because um, I had people chasing my tail and there were only a point or two behind me, but I seem to have um, opened up a little bit of a gap. That, well, I mean, um, I picked I'm up probably a need. I picked up a point on you this week. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, uh, okay. five, five on Tim, who sits just above me. But yeah. Somerville. Oh my God. Why thought I leave the defender in? I mean, uh, looking at. I mean, I, I scored more points than everyone above me, but I didn't move. So. Uh, I'll get my. I'm gonna get my team in early and um, make make sure I put Somerville in this time. Mm-hmm. Fuck it now. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. That's it. That's it for this week. And next week we have those two games to go through. We've got Preston and Birmingham. Uh, and we prepare for that scary trip to Millwall. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to get in those um that Will Smallbone chant, yeah, please do it. Send it on the Discord, or whatever. Kev will be all over. Oh it. yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm welcome to Harry to our Discord if he's listening. Um, one thing I did want to say that I do we didn't mention the I10 news, but um, might as well mention at the end of the episode. Um, Dave Diaper at Shoaling, he's yeah, uh, it's gone after. How long? Yeah, 23 years, 600 and Christ knows how many uh, games managing showing. He just uh, managed his last match uh, against Hunkerford Town, which is a bit of a ding-dong battle. Uh, there, I think it ended three or with a three-all draw. But um, yeah, um, good luck to him. And uh, yeah, it's just a, sh- a shame that uh, didn't manage to uh, catch a game, a showing game, whilst whilst we were out there, just because they were either they were away or um, they were playing at the same time as Saints or uh, just didn't work out as a train strike. I really wanted to go because I said that this season could be the last and I was right. Mm. But, um, yeah. How inconsiderate. Good luck to the Good luck to the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, until next week, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Southampton. I think I'd have one thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, 12 inches. <laughs> uh, you got your vinyl collection back out. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.